Welcome in to the Landry Football Podcast Network. It is the Landry Football Podcast. As we're taking stock a week away from the NFL draft, each NFL division. Let's take a look at how things stand and maybe what, uh, how things will shape up going into the draft and kind of where things are. So we um, we'll take a. It's a good time to begin to do that. You know, the off season is about evaluating your roster and and in evaluating the players that are available in free agency and of course the draft to make your 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 team your roster better so uh, we're gonna we're gonna do that right here quick look a reminder you can get more detailed breakdowns of all the teams all the players over at landryfootball.com so make sure that you head on over there today take advantage of the scouting season offer or try it out for a month or six months uh Reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, that way you don't miss any of our football shows. So let's take division by division look, shall we? AFC East, Aaron Rodgers. Will he get traded to the Jets? I think so. When? Well, maybe we'll know sooner than later. But that saga drama continues. It would be the trade of the year, and it's likely going to be finalized and maybe even before the draft, and I know we're counting down the days for that. That means the Jets' passing attack, that ranked 31st in receiving touchdowns with 15 last year, should improve significantly with Aaron Rodgers at the helm instead of Zach Wilson or Mike White. The Jets already have a top-five defense, so the addition of Rodgers has to be of major concern to division opponents. The Bills, the Dolphins, the Patriots – want to be sure their pass rushers and pass defenses are up to the challenge of containing Rodgers and his fine receiving core, which includes last year's Rookie of the Year, Garrett Wilson, free agent signing Alan Azard, McCall Hardeman. Um, Jets also has, a, remember, their outstanding running back, Brees Hall, who's coming off of an ACL injury. He's a solid target out of the backfield for Rodgers. <coughs> Excuse me, they have a good tight end in Tyler Conklin. The return from, uh, from injury of star edge rusher Von Miller in Buffalo and the addition of Pro Bowl cornerback Jalen Ramsey in Miami will help those defenses, as should the draft, although Miami is missing its first-round pick due to league punishment for tampering. We know that situation. The Patriots can look to add a corner from a strong draft crop at the 14th pick to help their secondary. We'll see how that plays out. So the bargain free agent signing period after the draft could bring reinforcements to the Jets' division opponents. That could also be the case for the Jets. But the storyline is the Jets. The Bills are the best team. The Dolphins have made strides. New England is trying to figure out the quarterback situation, stabilize that, get good play around it. But it's the Jets that is the most noteworthy because the significant changes on an already pretty good roster. How about the AFC North? Can Deshaun Watson put the Browns over the top? Um, last season was ugly for him. It was ugly off the field because of his 11-game suspension for violating the NFL personnel policy. Um, you know, he finished with a career-low passer rating, going 3-3 three and three as a late-season starter. He's going to have a full season ahead of him, a full offseason, in which Co- Coach Kevin Stefanski and that staff can get him acclimated into that system. And the pressure's on Watson to produce like he did at Houston. Where's the three-time Pro Bowl pick? You can't get that guaranteed contract um, that's being looked at uh, without producing as good as any quarterback in the league. The Heat's also on Stefanski to get Washington to bring him back to the elite level and return the Browns to the playoffs. 
They have a top 10 running game, one of the league's best backs in Nick Chubb, good offensive line to support Watson. They traded, did the Browns for Elijah Moore, former second-round pick of the Jets, uh, to join Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and um, and the fine tight end David Njoku. If Watson can up his game, the Browns' offense is going to be difficult for the Ravens, Bengals, and Steelers to stop, and which should be an excellent AFC North. Uh, the Steelers are solid and will, you know, be a tough out. We know that the Ravens are good and they're going to have Lamar Jackson unless they decide to trade him. We'll we'll go into the assumption that he's going to be with the team this year on the franchise tag. They'll be good. And the Bengals, we already know, are very good. So there's not a weak team in this division unless it's the Browns. And the Browns better not be weak. They seem to uh, have all the pieces together to at least be competitive. Over in the AFC South is it's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Storyline to me is Jacksonville. <clears throat> so the storyline in the North is, is can the Browns get it done? Just like in the East is, can the Jets get it done? In the South is, what about Jacksonville? They were a late season surprise. They won their last five games. They overtook the Titans and won the division. They had an historic comeback from a 27-0 deficit to beat the Chargers in the wild, wild card game. Played the Chiefs tough in the 27-20 de- uh, defeat. Peterson did a really good job in his first season with the Jags. He helped elevate the team, particularly Trevor Lawrence, who made a big leap in his second year. Went from 12 touchdown passes and seven picks as a rookie to 25 and eight this past year. Also ran the football well. Um, If Lawrence can ascend and become that top tier, top five, six, seven quarterback, then all of a sudden we could be looking at, you know, somebody else joining the Joe Burrows, the Patrick Mahomes, the Josh Allens in the AFC. And certainly in the South, they've got a clear path. The Titans, the Texans, and the Colts have a lot of work to do. Um, The Jags have added Calvin Ridley via trade from Atlanta to go along with Christian Kirks and Jay Jones. They also retain excellent tight end Evan Ingram. So to me, the story is the Jags in that division. The AFC West. Uh, We know what the biggest storyline is. I mean, you you know that the Chiefs are the team to beat. Um, We know that the Chargers are good, kind of underachieving. Can they they develop more consistency? You know, the Raiders are in a rebuild and need a lot of positive things to happen for Josh McDaniels. But the storyline in that division, the big, big story is Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, the Broncos. They were one of the more disappointing teams in the league with their 5-12 and 12 record after expectations were high following the Russell Wilson trade. Um, you got Nathaniel Hackett that didn't work out. It was awful. Sean Payton comes in. He's going to help try to elevate Wilson back to his Seattle days. Um, you know, he had great success with Breeze. Breeze is a different quarterback. They're both sharp, but they're different. Uh, you'll have more help with left tackle Garrett Bowles to back uh, top back Javante Williams, Tim Patrick all returning from injuries. Peyton um, 
made it an effort with the signing of Ben Powers and Mike McGlinchey. So fixing the offensive lines first and foremost. So how quickly can Peyton and Wilson make the Broncos a factor? Or can they? Can they compete with the Chiefs and the Chargers? It's not a wide-open division. It is the opposite. It's the Chiefs, and you're chasing them. They're lacking draft picks from the Wilson trade. No first and no second rounders this year. So they're going to have to improve from within. How much can they? Will they? It's going to be intriguing. How about the NFC East? Can the Eagles hold off the Giants, the Cowboys? Uh, I mean, uh, you know, it was it was a wild march for the Eagles. Um, they got extensions. Um, they had their second-ranked defense. Jerry Slate, James Barry, Jet Bradbury, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. Um, they've done a good job of bringing guys back. This is clearly the best roster in the division. Seven starters. Many of them top players were lost in free agency. Hargrave, Johnson, Edwards, White, Epps of the defense, uh, plus lead running back Miles Sanders and guard Isaac Ciamalo. It's going to be a challenge for the Eagles to stay on top in one of the NFL's best divisions. But the good news uh, is that they have a top quarterback in Jalen Hurts, who they got an extension for. Got two first-round picks, number 10 and 30, to replace the talent. What they're going to do at 10, could they get an elite player? Um you know, I think um, it's going to be interesting. They've got – they hold a lot of the cards. They're the key in the division. Can anybody catch the Cardinals? Now, they will count on last year's first-round defensive tackle, Jordan Davis, to replace Hargrave. Nicobe Dean could be a real big factor. They're going to hope that Rashad Penny can help Gainwell and Scott to get that rotation where they're really good. Look, the Cowboys, Giants, and Washington have the full complement of high draft picks see if they can bridge the gap. But it's the Eagles division until stated otherwise. Um, the NFC North, is Detroit ready to make a move? That's the team that everyone's talking about, most interested in. They're the team to watch in the division. Watch doesn't mean, hey, they got it all together. It's just, let's see it. The Vikings won 13 games. They ran away with the North. But they were never, never appeared to be a real threat. The Lions start one and six and won six of their last seven. So the only poor performance was the week 16 loss to Carolina. They knocked Green Bay out of the playoffs or else the, the Lions could have snuck in uh, if they had handled their business against Carolina. But it's the one and six start that killed. The fact that they were in, even in a position to finish strong gives people hope that they're going to be, <coughs> you know, good this year. Not necessarily. You don't pick up where you ended last year. You start over. But the, it's pointing up. Can they get Jared Goff to play well? Um, they made major strides towards improving the one of the worst defenses, not the worst. They signed um, Cam Sutton and Emmanuel Mosley at corner. They added safety Gardner Johnson, whose sixth interception for the Eagles last year was tied for the league lead. Uh, running back David Montgomery was signed to replace Jamal Williams. Uh, hope that DeAndre Swift can stay healthy. Um, you know, they got a haul from that Matthew Stafford trade. Uh, they've got the number six overall pick in this month's draft. Detroit has its own 18th pick. So an opportunity with the fact that they finished strong uh, and the ammunition to add to what's been a pretty good roster, that's the team to watch. Now, the Packers without Aaron Rodgers, with Jordan Love, 
are going to be a fun watch. The Bears are in transition with a lot of new talent coming in. Um, the Vikings are just there. Can they fix enough of their defense? We'll see. This division is going to be fun because certainly without Rodgers, the Packers take a step back. I think there's going to be great expectations in Detroit. How are they going to handle that? Not going to be able to sneak up on anybody. The NFC South, what's the Bucks going to look like without Brady? I know there's a lot of look before he got there that they weren't really good. Um, but Baker Mayfield comes in. And while he sparked a little bit for the Rams late last year, I just don't. It's going to be a significant drop-off. And can he develop any consistency? This looks like a rebuild that they just said we're, we're going to try to make a run at it because the division's kind of weak and open. So um, Mayfield's on a one-year deal, so it's not like they've committed long-term. We'll see what Kyle Trask can do. They've got to make a decision soon on whether he's got the chance to move or they got to move on from or a chance to develop into a starter one day or they got to move on from. Um, they're going to need help on the offensive line, particularly at guard. Um and tackle with Donovan Smith release. So it, they won the week south with a losing record last year. And then a quick exit against the Cowboys. They were limited in free agency with their cap issues and with, with the dead money from Brady. So they got their Super Bowl, and they're going to have to pay for it now. Uh, can they add enough talent with their nine draft picks to do anything? It's, again, a weak division. The Falcons are trying to rebuild and done some interesting things. How much better? Carolina is going to draft the quarterback. How quickly can they get him in the, the system? The Saints are going with their car. They've got a better roster than anybody. Is it good enough to maybe win this division? Maybe the Saints' ceiling is not huge, but maybe they've got the highest floor in the division. I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's competitive. I don't think anyone's going to really threaten out of the South. And then finally in the West of the NFC, can the Rams rebound from a disastrous season? That's what's going to be interesting. They appeared to be in reboot mode after an awful 2022 season. Um, they had a lot of injuries, got older guys. Look, they they basically have not been a team that's built on solid ground. They've basically took chances, and they caught lightning in a bottle, and they just collapsed last year. Sean McVay's return is important. He's the best football guy, really the only football guy they've got uh, heading up basically front office decisions. Um, and they've got San Francisco and Seattle, that teams that are pretty good, playoff caliber teams. So they need to have Stafford and Cup and Donald healthy and playing at Pro Bowl levels. Um, you know, McVay's the key guy. Less needs just a, a guy that's an organizer who's not a um, – that's why they – focus more on pro personnel because the pro guys handle that. So what they can do, they got 11 picks. Can McVay and his coaches guide less need um, because McVay's going to ultimately make the decision. But uh, that's going to be interesting. They need more talent and depth for an offense that fell from ninth to 21st, the dead last in, in 22. They picked up um, valuable salary cap room, a third round pick and a tight end and a hundred long by trading their top cornerback to Miami. So Ramsey's no longer there, but after dealing with Ramsey, they were limited in free agency by their tight cap. The 49ers quarterback situation and the pending competition between Brock Purdy and Trey Lance is of great interest. That's the team to beat. To beat. The Cardinals and 
in bad shape at this point. Seattle can compete. Um, but it's about the Rams. Where are the Rams? Are they going to be more like two years ago or more like last year? That's kind of a storyline. So that's a quick look as we head into the draft. And where things stand is we've got enough of free agency in the books. We're heading into the draft. And obviously, we're going to revisit all of this based upon what each team is able to do in the draft. A reminder, you can get more detailed breakdowns of the college game, the NFL game, uh, coaching, scouting viewpoint, front office viewpoint on the college game, the pro game at LandryFootball.com. So take advantage um, of our scouting season offer today. It's the best deal we've got going. Uh, if you want, you can try it out for a month or six months. Um, also a reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network wherever you get your podcasts. Um, but uh, we like to tell you that you're, we drop um, usually a couple of day um, podcasts, different topics in football. We are focusing a lot on the draft now for obvious reasons. It's topical, but we're going to open it up even more to college in the NFL once we put the draft to bed after we recap it. But uh, we've got your one-stop shopping. Sign up for free to the Landry Football Podcast Network. And if you would, please spread the word to all your friends out there. Hey, uh, we appreciate you joining us. Have a great one. Till next time, so long, everybody.